Blog Talk Radio. Yes, 
That's the songwriter says that I won't complain. God bless you. You're listening to the Fivefold Ministry broadcast. I'm your host, Apostle Margie Mercer. Well, we have none other than Apostle Alexander Lockamy on the phone and the burning bush. Again, we have Apostle Alexander Lockamy and the burning bush. Truly, we are so blessed to have him on Thursday. We thank God for him and his congregation and his fellowship. And we want to do a special shout-out to his wife, Mrs. Lockamy, the First Lady, a prayer warrior, and we thank God for her. Are you there, Apostle? Yes, we are. God bless you. God bless you. We enjoyed you so much last night. We were having text messages that people say they truly enjoyed your broadcast. Yes, God be the glory. Well, I'm kind of curious before we get started. I wanted to know why is that song so special to you by Reverend Paul Jones, I Won't Complain? Because God brought me always from the bottom. He brought me from prison. I went to prison facing 100 years. Judge told me, did you know you're facing 100 years? And I went there with 90 years, facing 90 years, and they had 10 more years. They were going to take me back to court and try me again for 10 more years. They were felony, 10 felonies but, uh, for, for forgery and lottery uh, of stolen checks. Anytime you uh, steal checks and, and, and larceny, then it's a felony. Anytime I for $100, and I had did over $1,000 worth of checks. And so I was facing like 10 felonies. But God came in there and delivered me and, and saved me and while I was in prison and, and delivered me from that. So I didn't end, end up getting about three years out of 100 years. Ooh. And God, and he turned things around, and I didn't have to go back to court for the 10 years. that threw that out. Then God saved me while I was there. And afterwards, I got out, he gave me first lady, the wonderful lady that married, been married going on 40, 42 years on Valentine's Day. He gave me four children and, and 20 grandchildren. And and a beautiful ministry, and a beautiful home, and a beautiful life. So I won't complain. I have nothing to complain about. Wow. You brought me from the bottom from the top, nothing to something. That's a beautiful Texas testimony. You said you've been married 42 years? I will be on Valentine's Day. Well, congratulations to you and First Lady. How long have you been pastoring? Uh, since 1985, 27 years. Well, congratulations. I apologize, 37 years. 30-some years you've been pastoring. Wow, yeah, beautiful. Yeah. That testimony really gives people hope. Well, I want to turn it over to you and see what you have for us tonight. I am excited, and God bless you and the Lockerbie family. Amen. Yes, yes, sir. We Open oh, pray that they will enjoy it tonight as the listeners. And we're going to start off tonight, and we're going to share the program tonight with my son-in-law and my daughter. She has a message that God had gave her for the new year for the radio world. But we're going to start off with my son, uh, Prophetess Elder Maurice Mosley. Listen to him as he prays. With every heart and mind and soul open. We're going to start with a prayer. Father in heaven, we come to you right now, only as humble and as honored as we know how 
just to say thank you, O oh Father. Father, we just want to say thank you because you have been so good and so mighty and so awesome, O oh Lord. Father, we just want to say thank you, O oh Lord, for allowing us to wake up again, O oh Lord. Father, we just want to say thank you for keeping us, O oh Lord, even through the night, night down through the night, O oh Lord. We just want to say thank you, O oh Lord. Father, we ask you right now in the name of Jesus to forgive us for any sin, for any wrongdoing, O oh Lord. We ask that you will forgive us like never before. Father, we ask you right now in the name of Jesus that you allow your glory to show up on tonight, O oh Lord. Somebody is listening right now, O oh Lord. Somebody need a deliverance, O oh Lord. Somebody need a, uh, need a breakthrough, O oh Lord. Somebody need a healing on tonight, O oh Father. And Father, we ask that you will go and see about them right now, O oh Lord. Father, don't forget about those that's in the highways and byways, O oh Lord. Those that's out there in the streets, O oh Lord. Those that's strung out on alcohol, O oh Lord, and drugs, O oh Lord. Father, we ask that you'll go and see them right now, O oh Lord. We ask that you'll bring them out like never before, O oh Father. In the name of Jesus, O oh Father, we ask that you allow your healing power, O oh Lord, to come rain down on your people, O oh Lord. All in the hospital, O oh Lord. All in St. Jude's hospital, O oh Lord. All in the rest home, O oh Lord. All in the crazy home, O oh Lord. We ask that you allow your healing power to show up, O oh Lord. Bring them out of their, their sick bed, O oh Lord. Allow the lame to walk, O oh Lord. Allow the sickness to heal up, dry up, O oh Lord. Allow the cancer to dry up, O oh Lord. Allow the COVID to dry up, O oh Lord. In the name of Jesus, O oh Lord. I ask you right now, in the name of Jesus, O oh Lord, that you'll go in these homes, O oh Lord. Oh, Father, right there, O oh Lord, where the, where, the, where the mom and the dad are acting crazy, O oh Lord, where the children is acting crazy, O oh Lord. We ask that you amend them together, O oh Lord. We ask that you break every yoke and every chain out of their life, O oh Lord. In the name of Jesus, O oh Lord. Father, we thank you right now. We give you the glory and the honor and the praise, O oh Lord, because of who you are, Father. Father, I ask you right now, O oh Lord, that you allow your glory to show up in each and every home, each and everybody home that's listening on tonight, O oh Lord, because we got a word on tonight. Oh Lord. Father, we thank you right now, Father, but we ask that you'll take this word, O oh Lord, that we be able to feed to your people on tonight, O oh Lord. We ask that you'll give it to them, O oh Lord. We ask that you'll get it all in their heart and their mind, O oh Lord. Oh, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, O oh Lord, and clean them up, O oh Lord, like never before, O oh Father. Break some chains and break some yokes off of their life, O oh Lord. Any witches, O oh Lord, any warlocks, O oh Lord, any demons, O oh Lord, that trying to hinder your people, O oh Lord. Lord, we bind it up in the name of Jesus. We plead your blood over each and everybody, O oh Lord, like never before. And Father, we forever give your name the glory. We forever give your name the praise. Even to my wife that's speaking on tonight, O oh Lord, in the apostle, O oh Lord, we ask that you will cover them, O oh Lord, like never before. Even to all the all the leaders, O oh Lord, that's listening right now, O oh Lord, we ask that you'll put a covenant over the leaders, O oh Lord. Give them more wisdom and honesty and understanding, O oh Father. Father, I ask you right now, O oh Lord, that you allow you allow your glory to show up on them, O oh Lord, like never before. In the in the fight, in the weapon, O oh Father, that's trying to form against your leader, we bind it up right now in the name of Jesus. But we plead your blood right now over that life, O oh Lord, in the name of Jesus. And Father, we forever give your name the glory. We forever give your name the honor. We forever give your name the praise. In Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Wow. To God be the glory. Prayer changes things. 
The Bible said, men ought to always pray and not faint. Why? Because the prayers of the righteous avail it. That means it goes a long way. It pushes the walls down. It tears through the petition. It brings a change. Even when a change don't want to come. It'll pull out a stronghold even when the stronghold don't want to come down. You know, it'll tear things up. It'll make all the difference. We all get together and pray. The power of prayer. The power of talking to God who's able to do everything but fail. And we thank God again for my son-in-law, my prophetess, and the older Maurice Moses for praying so vehemently. I'm sure that that prayer has went to heaven, and heaven is going to send back the answer. Now we get ready to hear from my daughter, my baby girl, Cindy Mosley. I talking to her earlier. She mentioned to me something about what she's going to talk about. So I say to everybody out there that has unforgiveness in their heart, get ready for a powerful message. You may have it before she came on, but when she leaves, I think everything's going to be all right. We're going to turn it over to her now, and she's going to share with you what message God gave her tonight to talk to you about Cindy Mosley. Tonight, we're going to talk about a great lesson that God given us on the night. And the lesson that God given us on the night, and the topic is called forgiveness. And he gave me a little subtopic for it, too, on this teaching, and it's called Behold. A lot of time in life, we think that we are whole, but we're not whole because we're walking around with our heart, with all these holes in our heart, and we're saying to ourselves, I won't forgive them. I'll never forgive them for what they've done to me. I, uh, I go to my grave before I forgive them, but not knowing that we're not hurting them, but we're hurting ourselves. So tonight, we're going to take and um, dissect some of the scriptures on forgiveness on the night, and we want to just help somebody uh, to let you know that don't go into 2023 with that in your heart. Uh, thinking that it's okay because you're not hurting anyone else, but you're hurting yourself. And God loves you so much that he forgives you, and, and he loves you so much that he forgives you. Not only do he forgive you, but he wants you to forgive others. So real quick, we're going to dissect. We're going to go to Matthew chapter 6, starting at verse 14. And while you're getting the scripture, I do want to say this too. <laughs> A lot of times we try to find answers. Everywhere. We're calling everybody. We're calling Uncle Bob. We're calling Grandma Joe, uh, Susu. We're calling everybody trying to find an answer about what just happened to us. But if I could tell you the truth, the, the key thing to you, the answer uh, uh, that you're looking for is in forgiveness, baby. And, and no matter what people tell us, they say, well, I, I get even with them. I, I wouldn't let them do me like this. I get even with them. But, baby, the answer, really honest truth, no matter how many answers somebody give you, the, the truth be told is always in forgiveness to help you move on and, and, and go farther and, and pursue purpose in that and forgiveness is the greatest thing. Okay, Matthew chapter 6, starting at verse 14. For if you forgive men their trespass, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you forgive not men their trespass, neither will your Father Forgive your trespass. And I looked up the word, what does it mean? What is trespass? We hear that word all the time. What is it? And it says this, to commit an offense against a person or a set of rules. So you commit, the Bible says that, uh, uh, that you would be offended, right? So it's like what happens is that you commit an offense against somebody else. I mean, they got something in place to say, okay, I don't want this to happen, but you step over the boundary 
of what they have in place, now you have caused offense to them. So now it's like a trespass or whatever. But you know how you can just you can go on and say, well, you know what, I caused that trespass. I hurt them, but it's okay. It's fine. You can go on with life and leave them broken and leave them hurt and leave them broken. But that ain't what God wants us to do. But God wants us to get things right. Uh, if you know that you done hurt somebody or you done uh, uh, you go, look, and this is what I, I teach all the time. The Bible says that you go on with life and, and think it's okay, but it's not okay with God. You can go preach that fancy message all day long, and the whole church can shout around and uh, uh, tear down the chandeliers, and, and, and you need about 20 ushers while you shout around. But the truth be told, you can prophesize, you can preach and do everything that you desire to do, but you got to get that thing right. When you know that you offended somebody or you, or, or you done did somebody, something to somebody, you have to get it right. And let me say this, too. Even with getting it right, doesn't mean that that person might, even though you got a right, but that doesn't mean that always that person might receive you asking for forgiveness. But on your end, you know that you, you did what was right. You did what was right. So I'm looking at this part where it says you got to forgive, you got to forgive men. Sometimes people will hurt you, right? Uh, sometimes they will do things to you and you say to yourself that, look, look, uh, uh, and this one thing about a mature Christian even though it hurt, even though it's, it's painful, and you might even cry about it or whatever because they done uh, uh, offended you, right? You might even cry about it. But one thing about a mature Christian that's seasoned in the Lord and they love the Lord, even though it, it, it might hit you and it hurt and your flesh don't want to do it, you will find a way with God to say, God, I need your help that I can forgive them, Lord. I need your help. I can't do it on my own. I'm weak in this thing, God. Because really, honest truth, my flesh wants me to hate them, but God, I don't want to do that because God, I know what your word says. Your word tells me, God, that I have to forgive them. I have to let it go, God. I, I, I have to do it your way, God, because I, and when you love God, you will keep his commandments. When you, when you love, love God, you won't continue to do it your way, but you begin to lose the life that you can gain. Like, you begin to lose what you want to do for the things of God uh, uh, when you love God. So, so for if you forgive men their trespass, your heavenly father will also forgive. So don't think, because some people are going to tell you that uh, you're a little punk for doing that, forgiving. I will forgive them because they don't deserve to be forgiven. But, baby, when you love the Lord, you will forgive even the worst ones that you think that should not be forgiven. They shouldn't have never done it. But you'll, you'll find yourself forgiven, uh, forgiven, just forgiveness all in your heart. You'll find a way that, okay, God, i got to forgive them. So there's all kind of things that could happen in this in this wall. All kinds of things can happen to us, but you gotta make that way to say, God, with your help, I'm able to forgive. And I'm gonna do this part too. And I'm gonna let my husband touch a little basis on this this particular scripture too. And it's the last part I said, but if you forgive not men, the trespass neither will your father forgive you. So you you going every day and uh, you feel like you're anointed and you're appointed. You may think you're anointed and you're appointed or whatever, and, and you like just going your very day, and uh, uh, you say, well, I'm not going to forgive. But guess what? You can pray all day long. You can pray 100 prayers, but it's like there's a wall there because God said, okay, look, I forgive you, but you won't forgive them. You want me to forgive you, but you won't forgive them. I'm giving you the measure of grace and giving you the measure of forgiveness, but you don't want to give a measure of forgiveness for them. So, so, so God is like, okay, there's a wall there because I need you to forgive them, and then I can forgive you. What I'm giving to you, I need you to extend that type of grace to somebody else. I'm going to let my husband touch bases on this real quick. And we're talking about tonight, we're talking about forgiveness for those that just got on. We're talking about forgiveness and behold. you missing things until you realize that, okay, I have to forgive. I'm going to let my husband, uh, uh, Minister Morris, touch bases on that. Forgiveness. 
Yeah, and just like my wife was saying, that we we have to learn to forgive one one another. Uh, we have to learn how to forgive one another. We have to learn how to forgive the people uh, people that that mistreated you or or done you wrong or talked about you or or or, or, or slander your name or or. or Put your name up on the wall, on billboard, and, and say that you would never be nothing, or or or, or have molested you, or or have, have raped you, or whatever. We have to learn how to forgive because sometimes when we don't forgive, we end up we end up being the slave to that forget to that person. Uh, we have to learn how to forgive because when we when we don't forgive, we we be we be slave to that person. And what I mean by that, we give that person power over our our life. Because because when 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 things go wrong, when things come around and they and they, they people come around and they say hey or did do this or do that, we can we can tell that that we haven't forgave that person because we be angry. We we'll get angry at that person, even though that person came by and, and he and, and and that person came by Thanksgiving or Christmas dinner and, and they said, you know, hey, how you doing? And and we become angry because we, we think about what they have done to us in the past. Or 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 that or um, sometimes when when people are already gone and, and are gone on. And pass away, and we still holding on to that 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 grief. We still holding on to that unforgiveness, saying that uh, he he hurt me or or she hurt me, and, and they they know better. They shouldn't have done this, or they shouldn't have said this, or they shouldn't have have have, have touched me that way. But we we are giving them we are giving them uh, uh, power over our life when we don't forgive. We have to learn how to let it go, because because when when we don't let it go, it's just like this. People when they done do us wrong, and, and we 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 don't forgive them, they they really ain't thinking about it. It's it's us. We think about it. We 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 hurt. We the one that hurt. So we think about it all the time. But the people that that, that done us wrong, majority of the time, they not even thinking about it. Daddy had gone in his graveyard. Uncle had gone in his graveyard, and, and, and he 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 gone. And we still and we still hurting because we holding on to things that that we that 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 on um, that unforgiveness, and because we have they haven't said um, they sorry. We have to learn how to let that thing go. We have to learn how to let that thing go. We have to learn how to let let, uh, let God come in our life and and, and, and begin to to mold us and, and, and shape us to to be able to let that thing go. Because as long as we hold on to it, the more we become slave to it. The more we hold on to it, the more we become slave to it. And, and we don't want to we don't want to be a slave to to a dead man or a dead woman. But we have, we 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 have to be free so we can be able to do the work of God, and it's sad because it's a lot of it's a lot of um, leaders that 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 great leaders that 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 preach the word. That's like my wife said, preach the word, and, and, and everybody following out, everybody getting their breakthrough. But deep inside, we are still hurting. We are still hurting. We are we are still thinking about the that the past. Something that happened 20 years, 30 years ago, we are still hurting from that pain. We 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 don't even want to go to the, a family reunion because we know that person is going to be there. 
We are still hiding. That's that's a that's a that's a hold on us. That's that's what how we become slaves to that because we we we're not even uh, we're not uh, able to live our life fullness because we are slaves to what to what that uncle that uncle Jojo did or or Aunt Susu did. We are slaves to them, and it's and it's got a grip on us where we can't even let go and we can't even enjoy our our life our life. But we can't even enjoy our husband our own husband our own wife because we got that thing in the back of our head saying that this what so and so did. So we have to learn how to let it go and for, and be able to forgive forgive that person that that fights for user forgive that person that done us wrong. That's good. I, I like the part that what he said, and we about to go to the next scripture. What if they never say? They never. It never comes out of their mouth. They never say sorry. Uh, we already know we ain't fighting against flesh and blood anyway. It's against the spirits or whatever. Uh, but what if they never ever say I'm sorry? Will you live the rest of your life uh, bitter and mad and angry and not forgiving them because they never came to you and say? Because a lot of times in life, they might a person might never never come back to say I'm sorry, but. The thing is, you still got to forgive. You still got to forgive. Let's go to the next, next scripture, next scripture, uh, Mark chapter 11. And we just touched base on a few scriptures. Mark chapter 11. I'm sorry, Luke chapter 23. Luke chapter 23, starting at verse 34. Verse 34. This is the part that I love. Okay. And it says, verse 34, and then then said Jesus' father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Now, I just want to go back of all the things. I might, I'm going to name a few of the things that happened to Jesus where well, not only are they lying on Jesus, but they're they, they doing all these things. They pierce him in the side. They put the crown of thorns on his head. They uh they spit on him. Even they pulled his beard out, man. Come on. Pull his beard. They whipped him and 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 just did all these things that they could do due to Jesus. Uh, 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 so many things that we can't even name all of. But they did all this to Jesus. And at the end, at the end of everything, he says this. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. This is for somebody that feel like, okay, I cannot forgive them. I, I, I can't forgive them. I won't forgive them. I'm telling you, if Jesus can go through all of that, and Jesus took the load out of the thing, even though I know it's hard and it feel heavy or whatever you're going through, but Jesus took the weight out of it. But Jesus, to go through all these things, they did all these things, and he's a, he's, and I call it a bloody mess because blood is everywhere because of all the things they did to him. It's so much blood that they, it couldn't even be recognized, but there won't no broken bone, but he couldn't even be recognized so much blood. It's like a bloody, a bloody a mess, but even in that, he have enough strength to say, Father, forgive them, for they know not what to do. And just as Jesus had enough strength to say that, I'm telling you guys, God, if you desire, God will give you enough strength that you will be able to forgive them 
and allow you to uh, release yourself from them and let it go. Because I'm telling you, and I, what I'm telling, I told you we look for answers in all places, calling everybody on the phone. What you think about what they just did to me? And there's no answer in that what they're saying. The answer is in forgiveness. The answer, sometimes, don't get me wrong, we got wise people that got wisdom to tell you, and a wise person going to tell you that, baby, you got your mama, but you got to, you have to get it right. You have to get it right with him. God is a God of peace. We know you're a God of war too, but he's a God of peace, and he's not a God of confusion. We know that operates in the devil realm. But I'm telling you that just as God, if Jesus has strength to do it, God give you strength if you desire to, that you will be release it. I'm telling you, your life will be a whole lot better. When you release, my husband said it earlier, the people that are, they are in the grave buried because Uncle Jojo molested you, but he's been dead for 20 years, and you still, it's like nightmares to you. And I'm not making micro, but nightmares to you, and, and you can't even go on, you can't even live. But, baby, there's blood for you to live. Can I say that? There's blood for you to go on. There's blood. See, what happened to you supposed to become that moment that you can help somebody else. Now, I ain't talking about the bad part that's a good in there, but you better help somebody else because you survived it. You didn't lose your mind. You could have lost your mind, but you didn't lose it. So now you can help some other little girl, a little boy, or, or whoever that's just being molested or going through this or being raped or going through this. Uh, God gives you strength. But the first thing is that you have to release them and forgive them that God can use your life that help somebody else because you survived it. But forgiveness is so, I'm telling you, it is so powerful that if our Savior would sit there, I mean, like hang there, and out of all that stuff, blood everywhere, and he have enough strength to say, Father, forgive them for they know, know not what to do. That is the most powerful thing ever to be able to say that, and he released everybody. I'm talking about even the people at the bottom of the cross, like <laughs> even the people that thinking that he ain't, they're all right across. They think he's not the Savior, that he's not the one. Even even family members that look, look, oh, that's just Joseph. Jo- yeah, 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 I know it's hurt there, too. When well, you're thinking that your family, they never receive you. They'll think there's something great that can happen in your life. They always think that you owe, owe nothing to never be to you. But I come to let you know there's greatness that God wants to do in your life or whatever. But you got to release them, let them go, because they might have took you through all these years of saying there's nothing to you. Don't listen to what they say, but, baby, release them. Let them go. Same thing happened to Jesus. They didn't believe, oh, that's just Joseph, uh, Mary's son. No, okay. But Jesus got through it. And just as Jesus got through it, you can get to. I'm gonna let my take touch base a little on that, and that uh, father forgive them for they know not what they do. It's just like she said that that he hung on that cross. He had he then went through all these things, all these beating, all the all these uh, this uh, uh, them tearing him down and and, and mocking him and, and, and gambling for his clothes and pulling his beard and spitting on him and all this all this thing he went through. He had he he had the strength to say, to ask his father forgive them for they not for they not know what they have done. So we have to be just like Jesus. We have to be just like Jesus, where where all these things come to us, and we and, and, and things that 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 hinder us, or or hurt us, or mistreat us. People, um, family member mistreat us, or they say that we not we not gonna be uh, nothing, or or they say that you just gonna be just like your uncle Jojo or or whoever. But we we have to learn how to to forgive them anyhow. We have to learn how to forgive them anyhow, even though they they mistreat us, even though they say they, they say a bad thing about us or they lied on us or they, they slander our name. We have to learn how to forgive us. As they did it unto Jesus, we, we as they did it unto Jesus, he would oh, they would do it unto us because we are we are a, a, a child of God. 
we follow we follow the Christ, and we and, and as as they did it to him, and 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 they and they slanted his name and and marked him and did all that stuff. We who who are we to say that we can't we shouldn't um, go through this thing? We shouldn't be able to go through this. It's it, it's more than life than going through going through heartache or pain. But 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 in the midst of it all, we we are built. To be stronger. We, in the midst of it all, we are built to encourage somebody else. In the midst of it all, we are built to 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 love somebody else, to to show love to somebody else that's going through the same thing that you have went through. Sometimes, sometimes the thing that we go through. We go through for a test, so, so to, to build us up, to build our character, to build our 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 character, so we can be able to to help somebody else that's in need, and that's what it's all about. It ain't all about ourselves. Jesus wasn't all about himself. He could have came down any time at any moment. He could have had thousands and thousands and billions of angels to come and save him, but he stood there. Because he looked at he looked at you, you and you and, and everybody that's on this earth. And he and he seen the hurt. He seen the shears. He seen the cry. He seen he seen the strain. He seen everything that we are going through, everything that we were gonna go through. And he said that, no, I have to stay here. And I had to, I had to, I had to stay here and I had to um, finish the the work that I was sent here to do. So we we when we go through things when when people hurt us or people mistreat us we go through it because we we have to learn to 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 adapt to it so we can help somebody else. It don't do nothing but make us stronger so we can be able to help somebody else. So we have to learn how to how to adapt to it and don't let it don't let it be a stronghold on us. Don't let us uh, hold us down. Don't let us uh, don't let it be a uh, be our slave master. But we have to flip that thing around and, and, and allow it to give us power, give us power where we can defeat the enemy, where we can be able to pull somebody else out of that pot. We don't want to be like the crab. We don't want to be like the crab that's in the pot to pull somebody else down. But we want to be we want to be on top of the pot. We want to be like the monkey that pulls somebody else out. Instead of pulling them down, we want to be able to pull them out. So just like Jesus said, forgive them for, for they do, they know not what they have done. We have to be the same way. We have to ask, we have to ask God. We have to ask Jesus uh, to forgive them, these people that mistreated us or hurt us. We have to ask, them, ask for forgiveness for them so they, so they won't, so they can make it in. And we won't be left behind. I like I like I like that. I like that. All right, we're back again. We and you come on, give back, give God an applause for them allowing God to use them in such a magnificent way, talking about forgiveness, how important it is, and we just thank God for that because some people it's holding it got unforgiveness unforgiveness in their heart. They done had it a long time. I had a funeral a few years ago, and at the funeral, God had me to preach about unforgiveness. And this man came to me at the end of the service on the outside, and they were marching out with the, with the uh, uh, funeral session. And he came to me with tears in his eyes, and he said, thank you, sir, for preaching on unforgiveness. I never heard that before in a funeral. He said, because me and my brother hadn't talked in 15 years, here I am to preach it. 
you told me in the sermon, somebody got to be the be the bigger one. Somebody got to be the adult. Somebody got to take the initiative and go and break that ice. He said, if my brother ain't talking to me and I ain't talking to him, but I'm the one say he not. He said, but I'm leaving here now, going to Zachariah. I'm going to find my brother that I ain't talking to him. And he said, I'm going to mend. He said, thank you for that message. See, this is why God has us to preach. There's no guarantee that nobody's going to obey your message. There's no guarantee that nobody's going to change. But if they allow God to get in them, if they listen to the word and allow it to take part, oh, they will change. Uh, for God said his word would not go out and come at void. It will accomplish what he sent it out to do. So I know tonight that after uh, uh, evangelist prophetess and, uh, and prophetess Sidney Moses and Maurice have ministered tonight, somebody's going to be healed. Somebody's going to be delivered. Somebody's going to sit free. Somebody's going to go into the new year lighter because they're going to let go. They're going to forgive. And they're going to forget about it, and they're going to put it behind them, and they're going to begin to grow. Their prayers are going to begin to become answered. Their body's going to get healed. Their mind will get regulated. And they're, going to, they're going to get more joy. They're going to feel more lighter, and they're going to begin to prosper because they did it God's way. Listen, God's way don't always seem like it's an easy way. Nobody tell you that. Sometimes what God tells you to do is very hard, seem like. But he wouldn't tell you nothing. He wouldn't give you grace to do it. Now, God understands that you cannot forgive in yourself. That's why we need Jesus Christ. I ain't talking about unsaved people. Because unsaved people, ain't, it's not even about that tonight. I'm talking about saved people. This message is to save people. It's okay to unsaved people. Get hold of it. But only it takes, this is what God asking you to do, it takes his grace. God knows that it takes his grace for you to forgive somebody who raped you, somebody who molests you, somebody who will take away your virginity. And now you've got to turn around and, and forgive them. you got to see them every day. And they hurt you. They can't give you back what they took from you. Well, honey, God wants you to forgive them. He wants you to come and ask. You have to be honest and say, God, I, I can't. I can't, God. I hurt so bad. But if you would help me, Lord, to obey your word and forgive them, I will. And God will give you the grace. See, if these things come through grace. And that's why we get God grace. But the Bible says God give us grace according to the measure of Christ. So what my daughter preached about tonight and my son and all, it takes God grace for you to forgive. You can't do it in yourself. That's why you keep failing. You try to do it, and every time you see him, you're so mad. But if you will let God fix it, oh, my God. I remember I was so angry at this person that had hurt me in the past, and I was actually offended. I didn't want nothing to do with them. And, but one day, I was looking out my door, and they wasn't saved. They, they, they was unsaved people. And I looked out my door one day, and it was raining, and they were foiling the side ditch, and they were, it was soaking water. And I looked out there. My flesh said one thing, but my heart said another. The Holy Ghost kicked in and said, now you go out there, and you pick that person up and take them and put it on that porch, take them to that house. Honey, I'm going to tell you why. It was a long step even though it was right across the street. But when I did that, when that day to this day, it brought such a relief. I forgave them. That day as I picked them up, uh, I forgave them as I picked them up. I didn't, but the Holy Ghost did. See, sometimes it takes God to do these things. God ain't telling you to do something that he ain't going to help you do. God will help you do it. That's why on the cross he said, forgive them, for they know not what they do. That don't mean they didn't know what they done, but they do know. But spiritually they don't because they're spiritually blinded. They spiritually lost. So we just thank God for such a powerful message, letting us know that if you would go to the new year, I know you're hurt. I often listen to Joyce Miles, and I enjoy her preaching and her ministry, how she had to forgive her father for what her father did to that. You imagine your father, the closest thing to you, or your mother molesting you and doing such evil to you, like, and then you got to forgive them. Well, if she did it, you could do it too. All you have to do is you may not feel it. Forgiveness ain't a feeling. 
You just simply say, God, I forgive them for they did it, man. You may feel like you want to shoot them while you're saying that. But remember, you gave God something to work with. You had to ask for God's help. And when you ask for God's help, God will help you forgive them. That person that molests you, that, that that husband that you so mad. Why are you still mad at him, honey? He done gone and got married to another woman. And here you sit here, won't fix your hair, won't get dressed, won't look like nobody because you, you so mad at him. You ain't hurt nobody but yourself. When you don't forgive, you imprison your own self. As my son and I said, you put a yoke around your own neck, you imprison your own self. It makes it hard for God to give you, give you, give you a blessing. God got blessing for you, but it's hard for him to give you the blessing because you all yoked it down with the past. You won't let that husband, that boyfriend go. And now you're treating the children like the boyfriend come out, look like your daddy. You should never tell your child that they look like your daddy. That child didn't ask to come here. You the one brought that child here that night, you and your husband, boyfriend, or whoever y'all was got together. And a child shouldn't have to suffer for the mistakes that you made. Don't even let that child know that you're mad at her daddy. And don't try to keep that child away from her daddy. Every child needs a daddy and every daughter needs her mama. You should not, y'all should not fight that bad. And that's what unforgiveness would do. It'll make you fight one another and won't let the children see each other. Then tell the children something about the daddy and tell them something to the daddy, the daughter something about the daddy and the son something about the mama. And that ain't nothing but childish. So go into the new year with forgiveness in your heart as my daughter and my son-in-law had already said, and you will see a change. You will see blessings coming your way, doors coming open. Oh, I feel like having a little church, though. You will see God open up doors that you never thought that he would open. Praise God. So I'm going to let my daughter say one more thing for about a minute, too, and my son-in-law, then I'm going to come back to you. So forgiveness is a powerful thing. And we're like, like God already allows us to live so far. If God's willing, we'll make it to the New Year's of 2023. But as we said before, forgiveness is so powerful. And we want you guys, as God gave us this, we want you to be whole. So make sure you do an inventory before the new year coming in. And because a lot of times, I'm not sure we know that there's something in our heart against somebody. But just make it right before the new year that you can go on, that you can fulfill your purpose. Don't have no stumbling blocks in the way. Fulfill your purpose, fulfill your destiny. And have no stumbling blocks in the way. Some people ask how many times should I forgive somebody. Baby, you forgive as much as you need to forgive. And that the point is, it's about to have forgiveness in your heart. Because when you live with forgiveness in your heart, no matter how many times somebody do, you're wrong. When somebody says, well, I ain't trying to uh, 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 be a fool. Of course we're not saying if you know somebody take, you gave somebody a, a million dollars, you gave somebody a million dollars, that you forgive them. And you give them another million. That's not what we're saying. Forgiveness and trusting someone is totally two different things. You can forgive somebody, but trust begin to be built back up with somebody. But the thing, what we're talking about, we're talking about forgiveness. The thing of forgiveness somebody that in your heart you can feel that love still for them, that you still love them regardless of what they've done to you. So at the end of the day, and I'm going to let my husband take this, but at the end of the day before 2023 come in, we're asking all of you, that's if you're on the air, to begin to grow in God or even to begin to move forward and you have no stomach to block, you won't have all that stress in your mind, that stuff in your heart, and, and all kinds of stuff, your hair fall down, all that stuff, because it's just stressing you out because you hate somebody so much. Just ask God to help you to let it go, to release them this for 2023. Release them and go on the journey with God, and where God take you to, it's going to blow your mind. So, so in this year, we 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 want we want everybody, even the married couple, to to be able to forgive one another. 
one another. So married couple, we we have to learn how to forgive. I want to talk. I want to talk based on the married couple on tonight because we 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 have to live with one another. Even though uh, one another uh, one one person uh, get on the other person's my, uh, nerve or, or or say something the wrong way or or do something the wrong way or you caught them in the act or whatever you have to learn how to forgive. Forgiveness is the key of a, the relationship. If we don't know, if we can't forgive each other, how can we forgive somebody out there on the street? It it, it we have to learn how to start from at home first in our own house to forgive. Forgive and forget anything that we have done or said or, or, or thought about that were wrong um, against one another. We have to learn how to love them anyway. We have to learn how to forgive them, and we have to learn how to love them. We don't want to. We don't want to. Um, we don't want to 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 live this life to live this life and 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 do all that we can do to go to church every morning every Sunday morning we go to Bible study go to all the revivals and all this and that and then and then we get up and we die and go to heaven and God said if we never forgave that person that's the reason why we have to go to hell we don't want to be in that state so we have to learn how to get it together we have to learn how to love one another and we have to learn how to forgive one another. So learn how to forgive. And, it, and and like I said, it starts at home with the marriage folks. We start at home. We have to learn how to forgive one another. If we can't forgive one another, we can't live with each other. So we have to learn how to forgive. Okay. Did you hear that? Now we have no excuse because on the day of judgment, God says that a prophet is sitting in the and prophet is uh, my reason told you all on Thursday night, amen, I believe what, the 29th day uh, of December, which is also my new baby's birthday today. And we celebrated that day. We had a wonderful time. We took her out. So, so listen, this is going to be dated on your record that you were told why you were told to forgive and you were told why I used to forget and gave scriptures to back it up. Amen. You know, God told me years ago that I would be on the airway, and I'm like, okay, really, God? Well, Apostle uh, uh, Marjorie, I didn't know he was going to use you to get me on the airways, and we just praise God for you, Austin, an Austin woman of God. I met her, praise God, in Hampton, Virginia. She saw me, and I saw her, and the anointing was on her, and the anointing was on me, and we had such a wonderful time before the pandemic. At the Hampton, Virginia Minister Conference, I tell you, where all the ministers got together, and on Thursday night they had the track, the 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 choir guild night, where it looked like six thousand uh, dressed in white uh, uh, choir members from all over the world got together and sang on the anointing of the Holy Ghost, and that was so wonderful. And we just praise God for it. So, Apostle uh, Marcy, we thank you, and we're gonna now turn it back into your hand. God bless you so much. I would love to hear a song from your daughter and your son-in-law. Well, I won't get it. I'm going to let them work that out. Come on. <laughs> she used to sing a song for me. Uh, she used to sing a song for me when I was when I was getting ready for ministry. She did not know that 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 uh, that she was encouraging me. And when I would pass them to church and trial was so great, she was just playing. She said, well, "His eye was on the sparrow." And she's going to sing that song, amen. And I know he's watching over me, amen. <laughs> well, 
My dad put me on the spot. I ain't sung that song in so many years. I'm trying to see if I remember the words. <laughs> I might remix it. <laughs> I'm going to sing a short piece, probably about a minute or two. Why should I feel discouraged? And why should I settle come? Why should my heart feel lonely and long? For heaven and on, when Jesus is my portion. That's all I'm going to say, because I don't even remember the rest of it. <laughs> but I'm going to say, let me sing this short song. I do remember this one here. I just want to sing a part, but I want to be able to sing a portion of that. Amazing Grace. Shall always be my song of praise. It was that grace that brought my liberty. I do not know why you came to love me so. But you love beyond all my thoughts and solve my need. I will forever lift my eyes to Calvary to view the cross where you die for me. How marvelous the grace that called my fallen soul. You love beyond all my faults and solve my needs. Amen. That was beautiful, beautiful. Can you tell me again what is the name of your church? And if you could give us the address and slow it down so people could write it. Yes. The Burden Bush, non-denomination, the Deliverance Church. I told that for all people, all national. We ain't got no special kind of type of people. One, uh, 402 North 13th Street in Irwin, North Carolina. But we get our mail at P.O. Box. 193, Irwin, North Carolina, 28339, P.O. Box 193, Irwin, North Carolina, 28339. And what is the phone number people like to get in touch with you or invite you to their church? Yes, they can leave it on the answer machine if they don't get us. But the phone number at the church is 910 7392 
510-658-5206. God bless you. Is there any words that you would like to say for the new year from your uh, daughter, your son-in-law, or yourself that you would like to just give us a word of encouragement for the coming year? Yes, yes. Don't take your old year into a new year. No woman will move into a home and leave the wallpaper up that another woman left because that's special to her. That's her house. It's not another woman's house. Even though the wallpaper may be pretty, the color may be pretty, it may be flawless, but because it's not hers, she's going to tear it down, she's going to repaint it, and she's going to remodel it because she wanted her way. When you go in this new year dragging all this garbage from the old year, God cannot bless you. He cannot give you what he got for you in the new year. If you drag your bag already full and you can't fill it no more, God want to give us wisdom. Paul said it's time to go from elementary. It's time to go from kindergarten. Living, we're living at that line of repentance. Always repenting, 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 repenting over the saints. It's time that we grow beyond repentance and start walking in the word and doing what the word says. You won't have to repent if you start sinning. People keep repenting because they keep doing the same thing over again. Paul said that was elementary, that was school stuff, that, that, that kindergarten stuff. He said God wanted to come and anoint you with oil and, 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 and give you a gift for healing, a gift of, 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 the, of you know, of, of utterance, of, of, of speaking in tongue, interpreting tongue. He said, but I came here, you're still drinking milk because you're still uh, doing elementary things. So it's time that we need to check ourselves that when we go into the new year, we're not going in there with the old year. Paul said, forget the things that are behind us. Reach forward to the things that are before. Press to the mark of a pride. How He said press. There's a difference between pressing and just trying to walk. Pressing means going to the extent. It, going to the extra, the, it means making an extra push. It, 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 it means it putting a, take a, a, a reaching further than just reaching. It means going that extra miles to get what you're trying to get. And so he said, forget the thing and press to the mark of the pride of a higher calling in Christ Jesus. So let us leave 22 behind and go into 22 with an open. You know, old folk used to sing a song, and I was hurt. I didn't understand it. I was young then. And they, they'd have you sitting there. They said, God, I come before you as an empty pitcher before a full fountain. A lot of reasons a lot of people don't get blessed when they come to church is they already filled up with their mess. And so God can't put nothing in their vessel because their vessel is already full. When you come before God, I don't care if you've been serving them 100 years. When you come before God, you ought to act like you ain't got nothing so God can give you something. God can give folks something that already got something. But if you come before God humble and say, God, I don't have nothing, it don't mean you ain't got nothing. But God, fill me up, Lord. Give me more. Of a, give me an overflow. I know you gave me something last week, but God, I want more this week, God. I hunger for you. God wants us to keep a continuous hunger. He that hunger and thirst out of rising what shall be filled. So we need to go into the new year with a hunger for the Lord so he can fill it up. So when God fill you up, your body will be healed. When God fill you up, your mind will get regulated. When God fill you up, your joy will come back. When God can fill you up, you have a, a different outlook on life. So, yes, we need to go into the new year, leaving the old year behind, and with a mindset is, Lord, I want more of you and less of me. Wow, that is beautiful. I love what you said, to leave the past behind and start this year afresh and anew. Yes, thank you so much. Is your wife in the room as well? No, she's still downstairs keeping the grandbaby so that we can do this today. 
I got quite quite a few of them down there. Yes, well, thank you so much. If you would give us our New Year's prayer, then we'll just close it out. Precious Father, we come to you now in the name of Jesus. Thank you for the prayer that the men prayed, the message that they've been given, the encouraging word by the prophet and the prophet, amen, concerning uh, unforgiveness. And now, God, I pray that this message that they that they preached, the word not go out and come at void, but that they to fall on listening ears, that somebody will go into the new year forgiving, Lord, not because they want to, but because you told them to. This is not a want-to-do thing. It's a, you, it's a commandment, God, that we forgive one another. So, God, I pray that they would hear the message that the prophets that gave them, God, and my daughter, Sydney, and, 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 and Prophetess Moses, that they will take those messages, Lord, and apply it to their life, that they go into the new year, God. It will bring a change. The bodies will be healed. Mind will be ready. Joy will be restored. They'll feel so much better when they let these skeletons go, God, when they forgive their loved one. Oh, mama, dad. Mama walked out on dad. Dad walked out on mama. Boyfriend hurt, your girlfriend hurt, uh, baby mama drama. It doesn't matter what it is, God, but bitterness is there. Animosity is setting in, and, and, and they're unhappy when they lay down and happy when they get up because they won't let go. I pray, God, that this mess will find them right where they're at, and they'll be able to tell a testimony. That testimony after testimony will come behind the message, Lord, talking about unforgiveness. Then just ask you to do it, Lord, and we go into the new year. Let your glory go with us, oh God. Moses said, I ain't going to cross over and let you go with me, God. We're not going to cross over without you, God. We need you. And we ask that you would cross over with us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Today. So instead of complaining, I learned how to lift them hands, look up toward heaven, and say, thank you, Lord. Tell him, thank you, Lord.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.